welcome to Washoe Bursting Perspectives, our continuing series of podcasts to help you understand key issues at the intersection of business and law. Today we will look at co-ops and condos with Slava Hazen, partner at the New York-based law firm Washoe Bursting. I'm Tom Merriam. And Slava, not only are you a partner in the real estate at Washoe Bursting, but you're also a co-op board member and a co-op president. Talk about that. That's uh, that's true. It's very interesting. Um, it does give me uh, a broad experience, uh, not only as uh, as the lawyer, but also as the client. A little more specifically, exactly where the differences are in your perspectives between the two sides. Well, uh, as an attorney, um, especially a litigation attorney, uh, I represent a variety of clients, uh, either the board or or residents. Um, as uh, as board president, uh, my duties and responsibilities are uh, to the owners of my condo building. Um, they're separate and distinct, but yet having uh, both roles does give me a unique perspective in how to look at these issues that come up uh, and resolve them uh, uh, sometimes in innov- uh, innov- innovative ways. Talk about some of the specific issues that uh, you tend to encounter in either role as a board member or as a lawyer who has clients who are involved in these. Well, uh, I've been doing litigation for about 25 years, and uh, co-ops and condos uh, basically for the last uh, 10 to 15 years or so. And uh, I've dealt with a variety of cases. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, a lot of those cases in New York involves, uh, involve roof and roof terraces. And I've dealt with many disputes, uh, disputes involving uh, what you can do on a roof terrace, uh, what you can have on a roof terrace, disputes uh, as to even the right to have access uh, to roofs uh, and terraces um, in the city. What can you put up there or what should you not put up there? Well, um, uh, that issue is really resolved by looking at the governing documents. If it's a co-op, um, you look at the bylaws. If it's the um, uh, and the rules and regulations, of course. And if it's a condo, you look at the declaration. Uh, you look at the bylaws. Uh, that'll uh, and the rules also. That'll specify what you what you can and cannot do. But the, the real test is um, if. Uh, you engage in an activity that uh, um, that some reason does not meet uh, the board's requirements. You will know about that very quickly, uh, and you'll have to deal with it. Uh, they'll send you a notice. Uh, they uh, it could be a lawsuit, uh, and um, uh, obviously it could go into litigation. Before we go any further, why don't you define the difference between co-ops and condos, and particularly within the law, are they looked at differently? Uh, yes, very much so. Um, a condo, uh, you basically have the deed to your own unit, uh, so you're an owner. Uh, in a co-op, um, you are both a shareholder and a resident. As a shareholder, you have a uh, certificate of share in a corporation, the uh, cooperative corporation, and you also have a proprietary lease, so you are um, uh, you're renting you're, you're leasing your unit, uh, your apartment uh, from, uh, from the corporation. There are different rights. Um, most important right uh, when it comes to uh, being able to sell your unit uh, in a condo, uh, the board has a right of first refusal. Uh, in a co-op, you have to go through the board approval process. 
uh, in order to sell your unit. Also, very important in terms of being able to rent your unit. Um, it's easier to do so in a condo than it is in a co-op. You're listening to Washaw Burstein Perspectives, the podcast of the New York law firm Washaw Burstein. We're discussing co-ops and condos with Slava Hazen, partner at Washaw Burstein. And you talked about the bylaws for condos and for co-ops. Where does that fit in with the overall laws and regulations of a city such as New York? Well, there's been a lot of case law that has developed over the years. Um, litigation involving co-ops and condos uh, is very common. Uh, and uh, there have been uh, numerous court decisions uh, ruling upon uh, the, uh, the enforceability, the validity, the meaning of, um, of the particular governing documents, uh, whether it's a co-op or a condo. And the other side of it are the individual rights of the apartment holder versus those of the condo and the co-op. That must create certain conflicts along the way. That's usually uh, the, uh, the central part of the conflict uh, is uh, um, an owner or a resident uh, uh, will, uh, will want to do something that uh, the board uh, may not approve of, and um, that's where most of the litigation um, starts, uh, for example, uh, whether um, um, whether uh, an owner uh, has the right to use certain space in the building. Is it space that is exclusive um, to that uh, uh, to that owner, or is it common space that could be used by someone else in the building? And as we know in New York, uh, every square inch is valuable, so there are a lot of disputes that happen. Uh, uh, over uh, the use of space, who can use it, when it could be used, how it could be used. Almost any issue you can think of uh, has probably been litigated uh, in co-ops and condos. Well, you were in the New York Times not too long ago talking about a dispute involving decorations. What did you get into the key issues that were there? Yeah, that was an interesting article. Uh, it was in the uh, New York Times uh, Ask a Real Estate section. And the question came uh, from a person um, who uh, asked about uh, uh, decor- holiday decorations uh, in, um, uh, I believe it was in a, in a co-op's lobby. And the question always arises, as it does uh, in my building, is uh, to what extent do, do you celebrate holidays, and particularly religious holidays? And um, boards have to be cognizant of the rights of all residents. Um, You want to uh, have a festive uh, lobby, um, but yet you don't want to be overtly religious uh, and uh, offend uh, offend anyone's rights. So uh, you wind up making compromises. You don't have Christmas trees. You have holiday bushes. Um, and as Christmas and Hanukkah fall right around the same time of the year, someplace in your lobby you will have a menorah. There will be people in the building who will want the menorah somewhere else. The menorah should be larger. The menorah should be there. But uh, you have to make reasonable accommodations uh, to the sensibilities of uh, residents in the building, and most important, keep the peace, and yet make the lobby look as nice and festive as possible. And speaking of keeping the peace, I know one area of dispute is the noise level. What may be music to one person's ears is quite noisy to a neighbor's. Absolutely. The problem in co-ops and condos is that uh, these are multi-story buildings. It's a community. 
And uh, when you agree to live in a building, uh, you have to give up some of your rights. And uh, one of the rights that you give up is uh, you have to live uh, and get along with your neighbors. And the issues that uh, come up most often involve uh, excessive noise, whether someone has uh, children playing in an area which is not carpeted, and there are usually rules that require that um, a certain portion of the floor be carpeted. There are issues involving secondhand smoke, because as we know, New York City law permits smoking in your uh, apartment, but uh, most uh, proprietary leases in a co-op and, uh, and house rules and condos will say that you cannot unreasonably interfere with uh, the use of enjoyment in someone else's, uh, someone else's unit. So there are a lot of issues that come up in what's, what's called communal living. And the way courts have come down on these issues is um, there is no absolute right to have an apartment completely free of noise, completely free of smoke. You give up some of your rights when you agree to live in a building with your neighbors. We're talking with Slava Hazen, partner at Washaw Burstein on Washaw Burstein Perspectives and also a board president of a condo. And how does your real estate law experience translate to that role as the board president? I think it makes me uh, a much better president and it makes me a much better lawyer at the same time. Having uh, uh, that experience, both legal and as a board president, really gives me a unique perspective on issues. Um, not only in my own building, but also in my practice. Because there are issues uh, that will ar- arise in my building that uh, um, then um, I have uh, a better perspective as when it comes to representing my own clients. And uh, the reverse is also true. Um, I think it gives me uh, a unique perspective on issues Uh, I think um, I've been able to come up with some innovative solutions where maybe someone who doesn't have that experience will just not see all the sides of the problem, uh, will not have uh, had the experience in dealing with it. And thank you, Slava Hazen, for sharing your knowledge and insights about co-ops and condos on Washaw Bursting Perspectives. And Slava, how can our listeners who are interested learn more about this? Well, they can go on the website. They can contact me. uh, I have on our firm's website, uh, I have articles that I have written. Um, and if you have um, a question about your co-op and condo, please feel free to call me. And please go to WBNY.com, not only for Slava, but also other Warshaw Bursting Perspectives podcasts and for more information about the Warshaw Bursting Law Firm. Thank you for listening. I'm Tom Merriam. <laughs>